Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Real is Ill. I am your host, Charity L. And today, we have a very special treat. My good friend, Shamika Tanya, is here to... You know, have some girl talk real quick about um, life issues, relationships, careers, entrepreneurship, mommyhood, all of the great stuff. Um, but yeah, first and foremost, you already know the vibes. We're going to get it on and pop in with Dr. J. We have a good question for you today and <laughs> stepped on my toes, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All the way from the UK, I am going to let my homegirl Pepper fill us in on the question, and Dr. J will take it from there. The question is Dear Dr. J, I think I have relationship phobia. I am only attracted to married or otherwise involved men, and the more available they become, the more I pull away. What is wrong with me? Okay. Yeah, this is interesting. So I think it's a two-part here. So there's two things. Um, relationship phobia and then the guys that you're attracted to because of the relationship phobia. So I think you should um, take change your perspective in, in your the words that you're using. Uh, right or wrong for this, um, I think that's... Uh, pretty binary and then it's based on what society has for us so society says we should find some 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 partner you know fall in love have 2.5 kids and you know get a house move in together you know retire have a white picket fence and a dog golden retriever (laughs) maybe that's not for you and so if it's not for you that doesn't make it's wrong that's just that's your preference. So the relationship phobia is one aspect of this. So if you have relationship phobia, that could just mean that that's not your preference. You prefer to have your autonomy. You wanna live by yourself. You like dating. You don't necessarily want a commitment because the idea of sleeping in the bed with somebody and being committed and living in the house with somebody who's asking where you're going and how long you're gonna be, that's not for you. And that's perfectly fine. But, you know, going after someone who's in a relationship already is, is not cool. That's not that cool. So I think the approach I would take is just be straight up in your relationships. When you meet somebody, just tell them what you want because they might want it too. And you'll never know if that's what they want if you don't let be honest about what your intentions are. Because there's people out here who think like you as well. Yeah, I think that's one of the issues. So it's just we're trying to fit in within this box that society has created for us. And it doesn't work for everybody. And some people don't want to be married. Some people don't want kids. And that's okay, but that's that seems as abnormal. And so instead of just having that uncomfortable conversation, you see these married men as like someone who won't threaten you with the possibility of progression. Like, where do we go from here? Like, can you move in with me? Like, I want to propose. Like, they can't do that because they're already taken. Wow. That was a lot to digest. Um, I hope that the question was answered and everything. Um, it definitely helped me out. It really made me turn a mirror to myself. Like, hmm, Charity, what is it that you want? Do you want to be in a relationship? Are you cool with just, you know, dating or whatnot? But anyway, this segment is not about me. It's about you, boo. So I hope your question was answered. Um, Thank you, Dr. J, for coming on and imparting your wisdom as always. Up next, I have a very special treat for you ladies out there and even you gentlemen who are interested in, I don't know, just kind of making 
life in general a bit more sophisticated. Um, I had the prestigious opportunity to sit down with one of my homegirls, Miss Shamika Tanya, and we just had some little girl chat and whatnot. And um, so, yeah, I hope y'all enjoy our roundtable talk. Here we go. Welcome, Miss Shamika. It's so good to hear from you, to see you. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. Um, I know the last time we were able to sit and chat like this was maybe what a year or two ago, about two years ago, right? Um, yeah. Was it we last were, year? It's been we, two years. It was. We were at your house and we was talking. We did the domestic violence. Um, yes. Thing that was very. Um, it was a healing moment for all the women that were there. It was healing for me. Let me just say, like. Mm-hmm. I am one of very few that can say I haven't been in a domestic violence situation, but I hear the stories. Mm-hmm. I've witnessed um, people's personal situations, mm-hmm. but to have that group of women, it was like, what, about four or five of us all together, um, group of women and everyone sharing the differences and similarities and been able to cry and laugh and smile. It was a whole healing moment. And I absolutely enjoyed it. We have to do that again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, it's crazy because what what I've learned just over the course of a lot of things is um, when you're dealing with victims and when you're, you know, people don't believe you and, and people are like, oh, no, that couldn't happen. And because it's just because you're not toting around a black eye does not mean that you're not getting some type of abuse. People mentally abuse you, yes. verbally abuse you, they emotionally abuse you, and they overlook that because it's not visible. Right. And right. just because it's not visible, that doesn't mean that it's not there. And Absolutely. to me, those are the worst kinds of abuse because it takes it's like you become an onion and it's layers and layers of layers that you have to get through to heal, to, to, to get past that, to get to the core of you. Mm-hmm. So because there's, you have created so many, it's like a callus. It's like you've created so many calluses and walls and things like that, yes, that you yes. have put up because of what <clears throat> the damage that people have caused you. So you turn out to be, people consider you as, bitter, evil, closed off, unemotionally available, all of those things because of when you were, when you were exposing who you were, the core of you, someone mm-hmm. had took that and abused it in some form of fashion. So you develop a callus and you develop a wall. What people we like to say walls, but I call them calluses because you gotta you gotta you gotta get through that thing to become who you are. Mm-hmm. Again, it takes time. Oh my goodness! Right, it takes time. It takes it takes reliving some of it. Mm-hmm. When you're writing a book, you have to relive it. Like, whew, when you're writing a book and you're going through that chapter, yeah, first chapter, and you're sitting there, there bawling, crying because Girl. you're reliving what you've been through. I you can't know. imagine. So, so speaking of book. Mm-hmm. So Shamika has um, mentioned to me that she's in the process of writing a book. And listen, I am all for writers and authors, and especially when it's telling your story. I'm mm-hmm. here for it. So give us a little background about your book. Um, and then how, like you said, you, you're having to relive it. Like, what is that like for you? Um, well, this, the first book, because there's going, um, like I mentioned um, to you, behind the scenes is going to be a trilogy. So the first book will be mostly the childhood. Um, it'll start off with as far as back as two years old from things that I can remember that transpired. Um, it will talk about a lot of how I ended up with my grandmother. Okay. Um, it'll talk about a lot about things that happened with my mother. Um, because a lot of people don't hear me talk about my mother a lot. But in this book, I will be speaking a lot about my mother and um, things that transpired. Childhood traumas, of course. Yeah. Um, 
you know, just reliving all the things that I've been through from, um, <clears throat> from you know, as far as I can remember, two years old all the way to adolescence. Okay. To probably um, maybe middle school, like freshman year of high school. And then the second book will go, you know, go for it. Okay. That is freaking awesome. Um, yes. Before we go any further, can we toast? Absolutely. <laughs> if anybody has ever been on any of my, probably not, because I don't, I don't promote a lot of my um, podcast situations on Facebook Live. This is like maybe the third one, but I will always have a glass, honey. Yes. Usually it's evening time with a nice um, Merlot or a nice sweet red. But yes. this is a Saturday morning and we're being sophisticated. We have mimosas. So cheers to you. <laughs> Jamaica, I, I watch you. I've watched you over the years. I admire everything that you're doing. Um, and then, I, I mean, I've had the prestigious opportunity <laughs> to grow up um just across the street across the street yes and <laughs> isn't it funny how we look at each other today it's like wow we used to play together in the yard that situation but now we are totally different people right, right. so um yeah go ahead and give us a little background about what you're doing now um business owner Mom, entrepreneur, writer, author, all of that. Give us a little background of who she meets. Girl, okay, so I did. Okay, so like I was telling you, we I did go through a tough year, so I went back into corporate. Um, went back into corporate, and um, that was, you know, I did it because I had to, mm -hmm. because I had to bounce back from such a harsh year that I went through with me and my daughter. So of, as far as with my spa, I had to shut that down because of the simple fact that I had to get some steady income flowing because I went through such a harsh time, you know, um, with transitioning from being a married woman to, you know, being single. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a huge trans transition. So, yeah, I know. you know, just gaining my independence back and trying to, you know, to say, okay, well, this is how I got to do things now. And I didn't have all the answers because things had happened so abruptly. So um, I had to come up with something. I said, okay, Shamika, you, you, can't, you can't afford to keep the spot open. So you're going to have to shut it down and you're just going to have to go back to work for someone else. And I was okay with that because when you're a mom, it's like, I got to do this for me and my baby. Yeah. And we did, me and my daughter, we did um, go through some homelessness. We did, we were homeless. I was carless and homeless. Um, we did stay in some hotels, some shelters. Um, we did stay at friends' houses. Um, it was, it was harsh. Um, and I was like, you know what? And, you know, it, just to see my daughter, my daughter is like my, my biggest inspiration because right. going through that, not one time did she, mom, why or... And, you know, I was like, well, Kyla, you know, you may have to go here, there. And she was like, I'm not leaving you. She was like, I'm not leaving you. And this is coming from a 12-year-old. And she's 14 now. <clears throat> yeah. 12, 13-year-old. She was like, I'm not leaving you. Um, you're not going to go through this alone. She was like, because at the end of the day, Mommy, we're in this together. And I was looking at her like... Like, who is this little lady? <laughs> right. So, and, and and she toughed it out with me. Like, yeah. little sis toughed it out <laughs> with me. And until this very day, she still, you know, she, you know, last night me and her were talking and she said, Mommy, I want to see you happy. Yeah. She said, if you're not happy, I'm not happy. And she said, whatever's not making you happy, it needs to go. She said, because I've seen you go through so much stuff. I don't want to see you go through nothing else again. She said, this is your moment to be happy. Yeah. And so going back, going back to going back into your question about business. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I'm now back going into um, my spa, you know, going into um, aesthetics. So I had to stop for a year. 
and then get back into it, you know, just to revamp and recoup. Because, you know, as a business owner, that's what we have to do. So I'm going back into the spa world. Um, I will be working um, at a spa, but then I'll also be doing um, my side things that I can do. Um, so entrepreneurship is always going to be a part of me. It's always going to be, that's just who I am. And I don't care what job I work at. I'm never comfortable. I'm never comfortable. I try, <laughs> you know, I will go and find a great company and I'll be like, oh, I can excel here. I can promote here. And then six months later, I'm sitting up here like, I don't need nobody telling me when I can talk on my phone. I don't need nobody telling Listen. me I can take a vacation <laughs> to be with my daughter. I don't need nobody right. telling me that I'm only going to give you $20 for working this one hour. Let me tell you something about that. And I, I just want to give this nugget. If I take away an hour from my child, you all, the only thing you're going to do is give me $20. That's it. People be thinking at $20, $25, $35 an hour. That's really nothing when I have seen. And, and, and let me just, you know, just give you some real deal here. I have made $100 an hour. I have made $10,000 in a month. I have made $14,000 in a month. So when you come telling me that you're only going to give me $20, that's not sitting well with me. Honey, but I had to humble myself and choke it up and say, okay, this is what I got to do for me and my baby. And yeah. I did it. I went and got me a car. I went and got me a house. And I did what I did because that's what I had to do. And one thing about me, I'm going to do what I have to do by any means necessary, especially when it comes to me and my baby. Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I tell women, I tell everybody all the time. Anything you guys ever see me do mm -hmm. is for my kids. Absolutely. Like, I understand the um, separations and divorces and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not easy. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> social media and things like that will make it look easy. <laughs> you know how it goes. Social media can be, you know, social media can, it can make or break anybody. And when I say it can make or break anybody, it's like, it's a lot of outsiders looking into things and commenting on things. And then you have the group of discussions and people really don't know what people are really going through. People are really suicidal. You, you think about it. We hear about so many people that are committing suicide all because of something on social media, um, because they, they, given too much time and people are looking into other lives and comparing you know what i'm saying themselves me yeah. I, i've learned to just be me on social media um that's it and i i like to laugh i like to cut up but i'm also very blunt and direct as well um and sometimes i'll be like you know i probably shouldn't put that because i also care about other people's feelings too so <laughs> So, so isn't like, that yeah. hard that is like the hardest thing like just yesterday i started writing this status mm -hmm. listen i was like i gotta get this off my chest because mm -hmm. some people got it twisted let me tell y'all something y'all think y'all know charity but you don't but then it's like you know what time i got to the end i said i'm not gonna post that right I <laughs> but have, that that I mean, shows that. growth and maturity right I have made so many statuses. I'm talking about long statuses and I have erased them. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, Shamika, you have grown from this place. Oh, yes. You are no longer in that space anymore to where you have to post that. Some some things don't need a reaction. No. And and, and it's it doesn't need It didn't need um an explanation. Absolutely. Wrong. And and privacy is power. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, it's okay to be private. You ain't got to tell everybody everything, you know, mm -hmm. that's every move. This um, They were saying, what's the um, guy named PMB Rock? He got killed because he, he, his girlfriend posted, not saying it was her fault. I don't know the, the situation, but I did see a lot mm -hmm. of you posting where you at all the time. You can't do that. Like, sometimes it's okay to move in silence, you know. Oh, yeah. And oh, me, yeah. I've always been a very private person, especially what goes on in my house. Mm -hmm. um, I I can't stand 
other people in in because you don't know what go on behind people's closed doors. Right. So when people coming out based on an opinion on what one person said, there's two people that's it's two or three or four people in that household. Mm-hmm. You can't just go based off of what one person said because they're only giving you their version. Exactly. People always say that three sides to the story, his, hers, and the truth. Right. <laughs> so, and, and that's why I'm so private because I'm like, first of all, this is my house. It ain't nobody business what's going on here. Yeah. It's it's nobody's business what's going on there. And you know, whether you believe it or not, it's not your situation. Yeah. So, you know, and, and these are people's lives and livelihood that people be playing with. You know, yeah. people's jobs, people's jobs, people's reputations, all of that stuff. And my thing is truth. I do believe in living in my truth and I do believe in telling the truth. But however, you know what I'm saying? It's just some things that, that, you know, tend to do, you know, because people can be evil. Yeah. Girl, yes. You better drop them gems. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, people can be evil. But you know what? I always say sometimes you don't have to tell your side of the story. You know why? Because at the end of the day, people are going to believe what they want to believe. And most of the time, they're going to believe the negative first. Exactly. So let them believe it. And it's so funny how when I when I meet people, people be like, well, you really not how somebody said you was. I'd be like, huh? <laughs> I've gotten that so many times. <laughs> it is so funny to me because I'm like, What? Right. You really not how they said you was. Um so let me tell you something. People get how people and, and I tell people all the time, I say I may be how that person said I was. They saw that version of me because of what they yeah. gave to me. Yeah. So what you give to me is what you get back. So I might be right. the, I might be the nicest person that you meet, but that depends on you. Right. So you might get a different version of me from what somebody else get, but that depends on you. So if right. you don't want to see that side that they saw, then please get out of my face with that. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't have time to, to, to carry on. No, I may not be like that towards you that I was towards them, but that's because they got to know me on a different version of myself. Exactly. And, and even a different time. Because, let me tell you something. The charity I am today, September 2022, is not the same charity that you met in um, 2006. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As time go on, you should want to grow and mature. Absolutely. But at the same time, just like you said, I'm going to give you what you give me. Absolutely. And people don't understand that that whole law. It's the law of attraction. It's the law of give and take. It's the law of Um, reciprocation Mm so how you do me you can't get mad at me pulling a you on you come on you can't get mad at me for treating you how you treat me if you want love respect you can have that if you give it I'm all about that listen I was saying the other day um (laughs) I was in a situation with this guy. And let me tell you, sometimes men folk are just hard to love. You have all the love in the world to give. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed like, and maybe it's just me and my experience with men. <laughs> Listen, it just seems like they don't know how to receive love. Well, so Charity, you in have return, to- it's like they don't give it either. Or they, they don't know the bare minimum, or it's shielded, it's guarded, and I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm almost forty, sitting over here, um, mm-hmm. trying to figure out life. You still trying to figure out whether I'm for real or not, girl. But anyway, I it, forgot the that, point I was trying to make. The dating, <laughs> the dating world is so scary now because everybody's so selfish. Like. Nobody cares about anybody else but themselves and what they can get out of people. And I know a lot of people say narcissist is that word is thrown around a lot, but it seems like our generation has developed, has a lot of developed, well-developed narcissists. 
And I say that because our generation was a lot of the times where the fathers left home. A lot of fathers were on drugs Mm -hmm. and they never seen anyone properly love their mothers. Mm -hmm. So they don't know how to love. They They don't know how. Minimum or shielded is guarded. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm almost 40 sitting over here um, mm-hmm. trying to figure out life. You should trying to figure out whether I'm for real or not. Girl. But anyway, I forgot the, the point I was trying to make. The dating, the dating world is so scary now because everybody's so selfish. Like, nobody cares about anybody else but themselves and what they can get out of people. And I know a lot of people say narcissist is that word is thrown around a lot. Word is thrown around a lot, but it seems like our generation has developed, has a lot of developed, well-developed narcissists. And say that because our generation was a lot of the times where the fathers left home. A lot of fathers were on drugs Mm -hmm. and they never seen anyone properly love their mothers. Mm-hmm. So they don't know how to love. They only get, they only understand the ideal, the idea of love. They don't right. really, they don't really um, know what it is. And then it's like, well, what is it that you can do for me? I've seen so many guys. And it's so funny. Cause I've been seeing guys on social media. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so crazy because I'll see them one day. They post them. We, they tired of independent women. They tired of independent women. But then, yet, yeah, I'm not about to pay no woman bills. What's okay, so which one? Which one you want me to be? Which one do you <laughs> want? Because we, they tired of independent women. They tired of independent women. But then, yet, yeah, I'm not about to pay no woman bills. Well, okay, so which one? Which one you want me to be? Which one do you want? Because if right. you want me to, if you want me to solely and wholeheartedly depend on you, then you're gonna have to pay the bills. You're gonna have to be that provider and that protector. You're gonna have to because if you want me to lose that superwoman mentality, I can't comfortably take off my cape, sir. If you're not shown proven. Come on. So until you show and prove to me, then I got to keep my pants on. I want to put my skirt on. And that part. That part. Listen. I want to put the skirt on. I, I do. I don't want to be a man. I'm not, I'm not designed to be a man. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to take care of all everything. I want to be protected. I want to be loved. I want to feel like, oh, well, my nigga got it. Mm-hmm. Or he, he going to make sure I'm good. I ain't got to worry about nothing because he got it and and then i can take then i can put my skirt on and sit on my empress crown and put my empress crown on and sit on my throne because i know that my emperor has gotten me exactly so if you want me to 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 not be if you want me to take the pants off baby i'll take them off but you got to take your skirt off Sis. <laughs> you gotta take Listen. you gotta take you gotta take your skirt off. We gotta switch the roles back how it was because everybody keeps talking about I want a woman that cook like grandma. Women ain't as strong as grandma. No, actually, women this day we're actually stronger than our grandmothers say were. That. Say that because grandma that. had granddaddy. Um, grandma was able to stay at the house and take care of the kids. Grandma didn't have to deal with all the stuff that we had to go through. Mm-hmm. To these men folk now, they don't want to work. They want to. They don't want to step up and be a man. Um, they're insecure, narcissistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on. So we we're forced but to stand up. Everybody is broken. The women yeah. too, because the, these yeah. men wouldn't do that if these if we didn't allow it. Let's let's we got we got to take accountability too. Yep. The men would not do these things if we didn't allow it. You got women now this in this day and time. I've never heard so many women that's okay with being a side chick. <laughs> this. I'm through, honey. <laughs> you are okay Why with do you being think somebody's. That let me let me ask you this because Go. I just had this conversation too. Uh, I have a lot of conversations about a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually 
was this the one? It was one of the questions I added on my podcast. But it's like, um, no, I have not added it yet. Maybe I'll add it to this one. But the question was, I'm only attracted to married or otherwise available, not available men mm-hmm. or unavailable men. Um, and it's like, what is wrong with me? So why do you think women are so comfortable being the other woman? Um, the reason why a lot, I feel like a lot of women are so comfortable. Well, me, I've never been comfortable with being the other woman. I'm the, I'm the ham and the turkey at Thanksgiving. I'm definitely not the mashed potato. So I never, but the logic that I get behind that is, um, a lot of women have father issues, daddy issues. Mm. And they're so used to men um, leaving and abandoning them. So it's a remember when I talked about early there that callus that layer. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she really don't want to be the side chick, but she'll just take whatever that man to give her because if even if even if he still go home to wifey, she's okay with a little bit of attention that he gives her, and she's okay with a little bit because that's what her daddy gave her. <coughs> He but, came in and said everything that needed to be said just to, you know, satisfy. And then he was b- back out the door. So what about for those women who grew up in a two-parent household? Mm-hmm. I grew up in a two-parent household. And I'm going to keep it real because I always keep it real as hell. Mm-hmm. I have been the side chick, knowingly the mm-hmm. side chick for years. And to me... I I think I felt comfortable with it because I had just come out of my divorce. Um, Mm -hmm. I did not feel like loving nobody else. You know, that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, well, I'll be with this guy. I don't have to. He has no right to ask me what I'm doing, who I'm with, where I'm going. None of those questions and stuff like that, like you would in a relationship because I'm not committed to him. So you can go home and and handle all that drama you want to handle and i don't have to deal with that so i was comfortable i felt like i was comfortable yeah with that aspect because because it was control you had the control see maybe and i'm not and i don't know but maybe you didn't you lack control in your marriage or you lack some control somewhere to where now it's you living on my i'm living on my terms you're gonna do this on my terms i ain't got to deal with uh-huh. you just come handle your business when I want you to, and I ain't got to worry about cooking and cleaning and doing all that stuff that I had to do when I was a wife. Because somebody yeah. said if I didn't do it, it was going to be an argument. See? So it, it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of women cho- choose to be side chicks for different reasons. I right. just feel like it's, 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 it's a defense mechanism. It's, it's, a, oh, it's yeah. coming from a hurt It's for a defense because yeah. you don't want to be hurt again. So mm-hmm. you like okay, I'm a, I'm I'm just gonna deal with him on this level, cause you know. And then what's so crazy is why y'all be coming and not saying you, but just to you know speak for the collective. Why y'all be coming and calling a man wife and girlfriend stupid? She ain't stupid, baby. No, she ain't stupid because no. she choose to still be with the man because you don't lay with him. No, she not stupid, baby. Nobody's stupid. The the what's stupid is for you to compare yourself. And for you to put down the woman that he really chooses to be with anyway. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Cause if he didn't want to be there, he wouldn't. You're right. You're and right. And that's and that's why I could never be a side chick because that's my, that my I'm wired that way. If mm-hmm. that man did not want to be, he can tell me all the BS that he wants to. Oh, she not, she's not having enough sex with me. She don't clean up. She don't do that. I don't, when when guys tell me stuff like that, when they in relationships and they telling me all the bad stuff that their wife don't do, uh-huh. bruh, you still Why are you still there? Why are you still go home? That's my thing. And I tell people all the time, I don't care what kind of relationship. If you have issues and problems to the point where you don't want to be there, why are you still there? You're not going because you want to be. Exactly. You want to be. You don't want to leave that woman because that's that's the woman that you chose. She was enough mm-hmm. for you to make your 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 girlfriend, your wife. She was enough to do all of that, regardless of what you go out here and do. But what I want women to understand, because I can only talk about women. I'm not a man, so I'm not desire. I don't know. How, yeah. I don't think like a man. I want to talk to the women. He not leaving. 
only the re only reason why see what's so funny is the reason why that divorce happened is because she left hello the reason why that relationship ended is because she left mm -hmm. it don't matter who went down and signed the papers she said i've had enough you gotta mm -hmm. go and, so and then he even that would bruise his ego to where he's not gone he's physically gone he's physically gone but he's, he's physically not available gone. but mentally and emotionally he's never going to be available. he's still with his wife mentally mm -hmm. he's she gone. she's done right because at the end of the day at the end of at the end of the day he only came to you as the rebound because men they don't know how to go out here and be by themselves you know how women we, we we can go out here and be alone how they get over one woman is they get on top of another one come on so it's like okay well she ain't gonna do right i'll go over here with her right and then they keep and it's a cycle that they keep going through they keep jumping from woman to woman instead of taking the time out and healing themselves because there's a lot of broken yes. men out here too and it's and, and i and i didn't notice it until i got older how broken some men are as well they just jumping from woman to woman i'm like hold on let's let's sit back and let's think about this why are you jumping from woman to are you looking for your mother Woo. You didn't are, are, you for, are you looking for something <laughs> that you lack? Yeah, because it's not that you the man and that you the that you the bomb and that you know women just coming to you. No, you going to these women. So my question is like, what is it? What is it that's wrong with you that you gotta feel like you gotta keep going to to different women that you right. gotta keep bouncing around like that? What's wrong, baby? Let's sit down and let's talk about this. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. What is it that your mother didn't give you that you're looking for in these women? Or what is what it that is you're it that, lacking? What is it that your mama still gives that you keep comparing to these women, which is why you can't have a successful relationship in the first place? And that part. too. That too. Because let me tell you something. These men killed me. My mama did this. My mom, baby, I'm not your mama. I'm not. I got a son. He's only six. And I give him everything that he needs. That's, right. that's it that's my responsibility right i'm i'm not sure and i can sit up here and say my daddy did this but you ain't my daddy yeah and yeah. and and i don't go into and i don't do that i and i and i've hear a lot of men do that too my mama did this my mama did that okay you want to marry your mama honey honey these mama boys out here <laughs> I'm keeping them enough shit. And 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 and, 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 and you know, mama boys is pros and cons to it. I will say that because if a man cherishes and loves his mother, more than likely he will do that with his wife. In yeah. most cases, in in some yeah. cases, and in some cases, the mother sometimes can intrigue a little too much. Mm -hmm. Stay out your children' business. You know what I'm saying? Stay. They grown. They have their own lives. Go get some business about yours. Like if you got a man, and you got a husband. That's what you need to be focused on because your kids, yeah. they have their own lives. Stay out of it. And there's nothing wrong with having an open door policy. When my daughter gets grown, she can, you know, she wants to come to mom and talk to mama. Yeah, but I'm not gonna be in her business because guess what? She got to learn just like I did. Exactly. That's her and life. That's, a, that's her house. It's so hard, girl. I'm at that point where I'm like, I'm so protective of my children mm -hmm, but i had to learn like um even this past year with my daughter she um she's only in the fifth grade so she's not as grown and mature as your beautiful baby girl oh, thank you. <laughs> she's not there yet but i'm trying to prepare myself for when she gets there because i'm like she had some um mean girl drama at school and hey, one side of me want to go up there and yeah just flip out but i'm like I had the same issues as a child. Me too. And girl, let me tell you, speaking of, I just learned, I know we shifting conversations all over the place, but it's girl <laughs> talk. But I just, <laughs> we had a conversation at work. Everybody <laughs> keeps calling me high yellow. And she making, you know me all my life. Yeah, I'm light skinned, but I've never... I never knew until adulthood that I'm considered high yellow. And it's sad because, well, it's sad and it's kind of a good thing because 
I don't look at myself or other people according to their skin tone. I was like, I thought I was red we, or brown skin. Or, we're still doing that this in this day. Yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> but it it triggered back. I'm like, well, it makes a lot of sense because um somebody was telling me they got picked on a lot because they were light skin growing up. They didn't have a lot of friends because um oh she thought she was this is that and the third. And I'm like, that explains a lot. Girl, people really I think, think light skin women and dark skin women have went through their own that whole colorism thing. Like what light skin girls think they're so pretty and they're crazy, and dark skin girls they they're you know they're not as the they're not the prettiest. Um, you know, I went through that too. I used to be called Black Shamika in school, and I used to be looking like my name is just Shamika. Like that's why okay. I stayed in fights because you're not going to do that to me, like. You're not going to sit up here. And it's so crazy how everybody, you know, is like, I was tar baby in elementary school, but now everybody's coming to chocolate. Hello. And I'm sitting here like, I remember when you said this and that about me. (laughs) Like, now I'm this beautiful chocolate queen. Like, stop playing with me. Right. It's amazing how. And how yellow. I can't even believe people are still saying that term. In this That's what I said. I I remember hearing that term, but I always was like growing up. But it would always be like the mixed children, um, just like real light skin, pretty hair. I didn't see myself like that. But they're like, you probably this is that in the because third that because... was a term that you had to listen to growing up in your household. You know, your dad being right. a nice, handsome. Um, dark skinned guy, and then your mom being a beautiful, lighter skinned. She is high yellow. Girl, leave Miss Thayla. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, but I you, like but y'all are a rainbow of beauty. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And that's probably why it was never discussed in your home. You know, you got to understand how people were raised, it comes out in their adulthood. Oh, like, yeah. it comes out, and I'll be looking like, but then I'll be looking like, I know they won't raise like that. But then <laughs> in somewhere, since it came from somewhere. Hello. Like, <laughs> I'll be sitting there like, I be I like to analyze and break down things. And I'll be looking like, somewhere you don't pick this, 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 this BS up from somewhere because, you know, <laughs> like, I, I'm not even about to say, like, my grandmother raised me and I had light skin and dark skin aunties and uncles. And all of them are handsome and, and beautiful, I think. And me, I'm just like, when I went to school, like in my household, it wasn't, I didn't learn about colorism until I went to school. I didn't know that it was something wrong with being dark skinned until I went to school. Mm-hmm. But that was because that's what other people have raised their other their children. Right. To be. My shorts all short. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you good? Yeah, I'm sitting here like, what is wrong with my? Comp-? You know, I used to be like, what is wrong with me being dark skin? I used to go home. My, my grandma's like, we ain't never said nothing was wrong with you being dark skin. You got to aunt this dark this color. Your aunt, your daddy. I'm, the, you know, what's? And I used to be like, well, grandma, they act like something wrong with it. My grandma used to be like, you. My grandma used to tell me to tell them some some choice words that I probably should repeat. Come on, Miss Norma. <laughs> but I just used to fight because I used to like you're not gonna sit here and bully me because I'm the way that God created me to be. Mm-hmm. And charity, God created you to be a lighter tone, but this that high yellow, I don't like the term high yellow. That's Girl. not so country I'm is like, so right. So Where's the low yellow? What, I mean, like <laughs> tell me. But I mean, like you said, like it was different skin tones i guess growing up in my household um so like by me going out and trying to make friends as a child and in my adolescence and stuff like that i never saw it like that i wasn't no. taught to see it like that so it no. confuses me like on middle today, street we had a we had a rainbow killed the whole right exactly whole melanated rainbow <laughs> right. So I mean, I mean, all the way from the from Middle Springs Road, all the way to really, we had a right. So okay. we we didn't go through that until we started dealing with them people that came from Centerville somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. On, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't 
know because we we played we played together and we didn't care nothing about what color nobody we just wanted to have a good time and we go to school is a problem i'm like what in the world it, it was just crazy to me i used to be like and it was so crazy because i remember as a little girl my grandma was in her bedroom and she was she would always put this cold cream on her face uh-huh. and i remember i said grandma is that gonna make you light skin and, and i was a little girl and she was like no she was like what you mean i said is that gonna make you light skin because i want to be light skin and she said what you want to be light skin for i was like well vera's light skin and you know i would just say little things like that and then my grandma was like and she said you are just the way that god created you to be and she said you are beautiful and she said you are and she said who she said people talked about jesus christ she said so you know you don't stand a chance she said but they're not even half as good as he was and is hello and i used to always take that with me people are going to talk about you wherever you go somebody Mm -hmm. and i tell people all the time i may not be your cup of tea but somebody likes this flavor hello that whole part listen you can pick out everything wrong with me and everything that you don't like about me but it's somebody out here that loves everything about me that Mm -hmm. wants to experience everything about me so you can't just let what somebody say get to you i've I've, man when i tell you i have developed a tough skin over the years and it takes these experience to develop that tough man i was never you knew me i was never this vocal i was never this outspoken but you know going through different things and dealing with different personalities and different relationships different Mm -hmm. careers and things like that i had to develop skin you and it's a part of building character as well Mm -hmm. um because what i'm learning now and and even with being almost 40 what i'm learning now is people respond from either a healed place Mm -hmm. or a hurt place so sometimes the way people respond don't have nothing to do with you no so i always tell people i'm responsible for how i react what Mm -hmm. i say and what i do but what your response is whether it's hurt from a hurt place or healed place has nothing to do with me at all so you can't get mad at people for how they how they are sometimes you got to just say okay you're coming from a hurt place something is wrong there and you need to go handle that because what you're not going to do is project that onto me right you're not going to call me crazy you're not going to call me mentally disturbed when it's you that's you're saying all those things and those things that you're saying to me is a reflection of you so you got to let people be them and somebody made a facebook post they said stand back and let people do what they do and you'll see what they rather do so coming in this season girl i'm learning to okay so today i finally decided i'm not gonna argue let you do let you do what you want to do because i know that's what you rather do exactly so what i'm gonna do is what i rather do that's what you have to do let people do what they want to do and then eventually they'll go on about their business and you'll go on about your business and you'll be in a happier place exactly and like i said before like my peace it took me a long time to get it oh my so god So i'm gonna do everything in my power to keep it Absolutely. and if that means letting you go letting you go letting you go by mm-hmm. my situation by my job by whatever as long yes. as i got my peace that's what matters. And I've seen this post, this meme that said, give people permission to be wrong about you. Yes. And I, listen, when I say it stuck with me all year, mm-hmm. I, there have been situations where I'm like, why this person don't talk to me no more? Or why they mad at me? Or, oh man, they deleted me on Facebook. Or, you know what I'm saying? Little stuff like that. I would ask why, why, why? But when you know you don't do wrong, or in that situation because nobody's perfect mm-hmm. in that situation i know that i'm not wrong it may mm-hmm. be a misunderstanding mm-hmm. but i've learned to give people permission to be wrong about me it's okay mm-hmm. 
guess what? Tomorrow's still gonna come. Um, I'm still gonna go to bed tonight. I'm still probably gonna snore because I'm like all congested anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sleep good and I'm gonna wake up the next day and move on with my life. Absolutely. Nothing else I can do. Absolutely. And you have to move on. You can't dwell in my thing is I keep my scissors handy. Mm. I will cut ties because you can't keep when you when you have ties to people, if it's not an even exchange, you're gonna mm. end up empty. You can't keep pouring okay. from an empty vessel. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you got to cut the ties for them to stop draining and and sucking the life out of you. Right. And you got to be okay with it. I used to have people that I talk to every day that I don't talk to anymore. And I have not called or asked them why they don't talk to me. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Because whatever whatever you feel like I did to you, then that's on you. Because instead of you exactly. being a woman or a man and sitting down and saying, well, this is what you did and this is what I didn't like. And bye. What else can you Cause, do? Because what I've learned is, what I learned is when one person leaves, there's always a replacement. People are replaceable. They are. They and are. like Beyonce said, honey, queen, B, queen, B, king, B, queen, B said it best. Come through. She said it. These people think you don't think you're irreplaceable. You must not know about me. <laughs> At all. <laughs> At all. Irreplaceable. You are, you know, you think you're irreplaceable. You are replaceable. And most of the time when they get replaced, it'd be something so much better. It does. You just it gotta does. give it time. I gotta give shout out to to my friends, like my my best friends, and they know who they are. Like I've been in situations where you think you got these close friends you can call and count on and stuff like that but let me tell you my peeps that i hang out with now (laughs) when i say it's to the point where if i'm in a situation where i'm so totally stressed out i need friends who can drop everything they're doing and say hey let's go out let's go grab some food let's go sit down let's chat let's chop it up a little bit get that off your chest so you can be refreshed when you go back to work tomorrow you know, I need those kind of friends who's gonna have my back, listen to me, and a lot of people don't want to hear this, but and tell me what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. I need somebody bold enough to check me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, a lot of people ain't gonna do that. They're not your friend if they're gonna say, "Oh yeah, you did that right," blah blah blah, and patting you on the back. No, correct me because right. I feel like. There's got to be room for error somewhere in every situation. And if it's me that's making the error, let me know so I can fix it. And but, I yeah. don't, and we don't need those friends after we done sit up here and done had these conversations about my private business that when you get mad at me, as soon as you get mad at me, you want to go tell that the part. I don't, let me tell you something. I have fallen out with so many friends. I have mm-hmm. secrets, girl, and skeletons that I'm taking with me to my grave, but that's my character. I know things about my friends that we shared in inter- inter- intimate moments mm-hmm. that they had went out and told the world about my business, but I still hold on to those secrets that they have told me and I, and, and I, and I won't do it. It's right. not in me to say, Oh, well, since she told my business, let me tell hers. Right. Cause only thing you can go out here and say about me is, oh, her and Keith ain't together no more. Oh, she was homeless. Oh, this, that, and the third. Oh, everybody know that. I done stood up here on this line and told you. So what? Okay. Yeah, I stayed in hotels. Yeah, I was slept in my car with my baby. Yes, I did all of that. Yes. 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 Okay. And what else? What else you got? Yes, yes, yes. I have been in, in domestic violence um situations. Yes. What else? Right. Anything else y'all want to have at y'all round table about Shamika? And, and next do I need time to come on as a guest? <laughs> like, do you right. need next time invite me to, to your round table discussions. Exactly. Because I don't mind telling you anything, honey. You know why? Because I have overcome it. Right. I have grown out of it and I've learned from it. So it's nothing you could throw in my face, man, sugar foot. Right. To the point where you feel like you hurting me, 
Mm-hmm. I already dealt with it. My hurt is healed. I'm mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Let's let's talk. Turn it up. I mean, but yeah. Everybody see it that way, and that's okay. But that's why we're here to have these discussions to show y'all how to be sophisticated enough to let stuff go. <laughs> but I love the fact that um people just love to just still bring up stuff from my past. That's why I said what I said just right there because I get so tired of hearing stuff. Yeah, I'm in a whole new everything, new car, new house, new relationship. I'm in. I'm in a whole new new everything. Like I don't need for my past to keep being dug up because y'all need something to talk about because y'all don't know the new me. Y'all don't know the but, new things that I have going on. So y'all would let keep them. Hmm? Let them. I'm gonna say this because I said let them. Um I was talking to one of my friends, um what day was that off? Tuesday. He's out there mm-hmm. in Texas. Shout out to my boo. But um ah, we were talking about I mean, I call everybody boo, not my boo, but this is my oh, okay. my very good friend. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was telling me that, you know, people have to not like you. People have to fall away from you. Why? Because you're leaving them. They're vibrating on this frequency. You're up here. So they're falling off because they're not ready for where you're going, where you mm-hmm. are where you plan to be and that's okay so up here where charity is who i am up here i'm i'm not the same person as i was down here so you keep talking you keep bringing her up but she's dead you're over there playing with old bones and stuff right new charity is up here this life i'm done with i'm over here now so y'all have fun down there discussing me I'm over here. <laughs> when you're ready, I'll be here. Hopefully, because I might be up here now by the time you get here. So, no. And my price just went up. Okay. Just, my price just went up, and I just added tax. So no, Hello. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna get the same me. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get the same person because I just my price just went up, and I just added tax. And I can't afford. You can't afford me anymore. Right. Inflation boost. Right down a t-shirt inflation. Ooh, that 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 <laughs> shit on it, and then yeah, and just and then yeah. put on the back. My prices went up, and I yep. added. Because <laughs> I mean, because people people will try to keep you in a dark place, and when you work so hard to come out of a dark place, you cannot keep letting people take you there. Yeah. You can't do it because at the end of the day, you would end up in a mental institution. Girl. Because this, 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 I'm so sick of black women taking their lives. I'm so sick of black men going through this whole whatever and, and nobody's being healed. Nobody's talking. Nobody's having real conversations and saying, yes. Listen, and then and then it's like, and then it's like, we cannot have strong communities because we don't have strong families. We don't have strong relationships. So it starts with the relationships. Right. Strong relationships build strong families, and then strong families build strong communities. Yeah, and not just the relationship within the household, but relationships with each with other everyone. within the community. With right. Everyone. And I'm glad you touched on that because September is Suicide Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's. I guess we can close it off with that. Like, let's talk about mental health. Let's talk about our community. Let's talk about how we can we can help each other to stop being in those states to the point where I want to kill my whole family and then kill myself. It is sad that we don't have these discussions. You know. People are really believing that they're better off dead because the trauma is so hard to deal with because we got people, this is what it is. Cause I've been in a, a, a depressed state. I've actually had been suicidal before. Let's, let's keep it real. This was my thought process. I was thinking maybe I would just be better off dead because I can't tell people my business and what I'm going through because they're going to mm-hmm. laugh at me. 
They're going to tell everybody about me. They're, they're going to turn mm-hmm. my trauma into a gossip fest. Right. And they're going to, instead of helping me, they're going to talk about me. So I can't call on everybody because then everybody want to know, well, why you ain't doing this or why you can't do this? And I don't need you to ask me the whys. If I knew the whys, I yes. wouldn't be here. I yes. need you to help me. Help me. It's right. okay to help people. You ain't got to give money, but sometimes you just need to talk people off the ledge. Yeah. Or say, sis, come here. Be a come listening ear. Be a shoulder. Their business Something. to yourself. Yes. They don't want to tell you because they know you talk too damn much. That whole entire part. I can't tell you my business because I know you finna get on the phone as soon as I leave. Girl, you, exactly. know, you know Shamika came over here. You know she ain't got nowhere to go, girl. You know she ain't got nowhere to stay. And got that baby. I don't want to talk like, to you. You do help keep your mouth shut because everybody don't need to know that you help. This is that and the third. You did this for for me. You did this for the next person. Shut up about it. Just help them in silence. Help them finish coming out of what they coming out of, so they can go and help somebody else. Right. I've helped people and I ain't said not one word. But as soon as somebody helped me, girl, they on the phone talking about it. I've yeah. had people call. I'm talking about. I'm I'm thinking these people are my best friends, honey. I'm going through it. I'm talking about to the point where I don't know if I'm coming to going soon. And, I, and then I hear a phone conversation. You pocket dial me. I hear a phone conversation about you just so tired of helping me. I'm so tired. And the thing about it is my daughter heard it. See. I'm calling you to ask for a ride to work. And when I heard what I heard. When I tell you it was the end for me, that's the type of things that cause people to go into a depression and be suicidal because you don't know what it right. took for me to come and ask you for help. Right. And then the yeah. fact that my baby hears it. So it's almost like I'm thinking you're my friend, but you sitting in a house full of people talking about my business. People knowing things about me that I only share with you. See. You got the front row seat to my drama because you were my friend, and I needed that you. Part, that part, well, at least but I you thought you were my to, friend, right? But you was there to speculate and 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 have a gossip fest with your mama and your daddy, your friends, and all this stuff, and everybody mm-hmm. knowing my business. And then the thing about it is, you know how private I am. If you're my best friend, you know I'm private. You know I don't even like I don't even want you in my business, but I needed your help. But then you want to go and pocket dial me and and tell the world how you sick and tired of helping me and I need to do this and I need to do that. Well, that brings me to fake people. Because, listen, one of my pet peeves is um, people who can't keep it real with me. If I'm asking for your help and you don't want to help, say that. Say it. So I can adjust. Say that. Yeah. So I can find somebody else. Or I can fix it myself. At the end of the day, I'm going to end up fixing it myself because I get tired of asking people who help me. You know, and then going to that um, depression thing. Depression is real. It's not a thing where you can just lay down, take a nap, wake up, you'll feel better. I'm so sick of people saying that oh you're just sad no depression is a real life disease it's I real medicated for it it's real you're not just sad you're not mad you're hurt right. and damaged yeah so i hate when people try to downplay that mm-hmm. people are really killing themselves because of what people are saying and doing to them the seeds that they're planting yeah be careful with how you handle people Cause it might be the last day that you see them right. or you might be the reason that they went over the edge and you got to carry that. I'll never want to carry that. The reason why somebody decided to take their life. Mm. <laughs> Some realness for you. I'm telling you, listen, mm. it's so many real conversations and real topics that we can hit on <laughs> just off of that. Yes. But, 
I won't hold you on this beautiful Saturday. Thank you for morning, having um, me. Afternoon now. Um, it's my hope that it was something said mm-hmm. or presented that will help somebody out there. So, um, again, thank you so much, Shanika, for coming thank on you. and keeping it real with me. <laughs> That's why I love you, girl, because I know you're going to always keep it real. <laughs> I don't know how to be other than that girl <laughs> you need to teach a class on that girl so many I may, just, workshop. I may just do that <laughs> so thank you for having me absolutely enjoy the rest of your day give my you love too. to your beautiful daughter I will and listen I can't wait till the book comes out yes I'm working <laughs> on it oh it takes so much discipline it does. It really does. So when you do have all that information up and coming, let me know. And I'm definitely here to support in the way that I can. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thank you, darling. Megaphone. Everybody can hear you. When I was blurring your ear, you make it loud and clear up. Megaphone. Everybody can hear you. When I was blurring your ear, you make it loud and